Welcome to Pastor JDO3, the podcast. I'm Johnny Ogletree III, and I'm excited about sharing with you part three of What's in a Letter with Corey Perkins. Last week, Corey talked about the role of letters and the difference between comedy and comedians. This week, we conclude our dialogue with Corey, focusing in on the role of mentorship. Please use the hashtag JDO3podcast when posting about today's podcast. And now, part three of What's in a Letter with Corey Perkins. So it's not just the communication, but it's what is communicated. Uh, because there could be some letters yes, um, that make things worse, <laughs> to give you more worry, or some things that encourage you. Uh, and I'm thinking about some of everything, because there are conversations that you have that help you. And one of the conversations that I had with you guys, you and, uh, and Adam, and you were like, brother, you've been sheltered. And I was thinking, me sheltered? Like, y'all crazy. Y'all, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. And uh, <laughs> and I remember, remember y'all's first project with me. Y'all sat me down and we watched every black exploitation movie. <laughs> Remember, the only one that I had seen was Car Wash. <laughs> yeah. I and also remember like, uh, your dad calling, and uh, you looking at me like, my dad would have talked to you. Yeah. I'm like, uh, hi, Mr. Ogletree. Uh, you got my son watching Fox and Brown. Yeah. What do you know about Fox and Brown? Hey, you remember, uh, you remember the uh, when my father came in town, Yes, sir. This is real funny uh, that we were, he was staying in a, in a hotel, of course. Yes. And, he, and, uh, and I was standing there with you and Adam, and he said, so what you guys going to get in tonight? And I was like, yeah, we're going to watch Dolomite tonight. And he was like, oh, uh, okay. Now, remember, I didn't know who Dolomite was, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so the whole time we were watching this thing, I was thinking, oh, my God. I told my dad we were watching this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Pastor Owen's gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah, man. But but he thought yes, I was yes. he thought I was making a statement of independence. Like I'm grown. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me what to watch anymore. I'm gonna do what I want to do. And of course, that was the furthest mm-hmm. from the truth that there right. was. And so, did you have right. some moments like that where something was communicated that was life changing? Uh, even though you didn't even intend it to be, or was there something that you have had to share with other people that have been life changing as well? Well, um, like I said, when I when I told my mother I was going into the service, you know that that communication there was life changing for me because, you know, as children with parents, and we're both parents, and and we've had to, you know, do that 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 talk you know you you want to be independent after a while you know you you want to live your own life and do your own thing and, and you know as young men sometimes we, we we think we know a little bit more than we do you know but going to her and telling her hey look i've made this decision uh for my life uh, that was something you know really deep i remember when my stepson my older stepson uh, decided to go into the Navy himself. And uh, he called me up. You know, my ex-wife and I were divorced by then, but he called me up. He and I still have a good, you know, relationship. And he said, Dad, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, going into the service. What do you think about that? 
So I, you know, I told him, you know, um, I didn't, you know, tell all of all of my, you know, stories and stuff. Yeah, that was for a later time. Um, but you know, but I, I told him, I said, you know, you're gonna have to make a man's decision. This is your life. And you have to think about this for yourself. And it's not about me. It's not about your mama. It's not about your sister or your brother. It's about you yeah. and what you want to do. So I'm going to tell you to do exactly what I did. And you have an easy time doing it. You have the internet. So I want you to go on the net. I want you to do your research. Look at the jobs that are offered. You know, um, get all the information. And then I want you to pray about it. You know, and see what God has to say about it. You know, and about two weeks later, he called me up and said, Dad, I did what you told me to do. I'm going to go in, you know, and, and that was life changing and life affirming for him, you know, and um, it led to some tense discussions between me and my ex-wife because she, you know, called me not too long after that, yelling and screaming at me, talking about he's going to go to the military. You told her, I said, I didn't tell the boy to do nothing. He asked me my opinion and I gave it, but I told him that it's his decision. But they're going to yell at him when he goes to boot camp. I say, you yell at him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> at least they're going to yell at him and he can pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. yell at him for free every day. Yeah. Let that boy get a paycheck day. and get yelled at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody going to yell at him. Somebody going to yell at him. He get a you nine to five, he going to get yelled at there too. Yes. Yes, you know. So he um he, he did that and um right before he went to boot camp, a couple of weeks before he went to boot camp, he came to live with me. And um that was by far one of the best times in my life uh that I was able to sit him down and talk and really share all the stories I could not you know, yeah. growing up and all the mistakes I made. And I told him, I said, look, be better than me. Yeah. Don't get into as much trouble as I did. Don't drink as much as I did. Don't carouse as much as I did. Yeah. Do, keep your mouth shut, follow orders. Do, do those things and move forward, move the family forward. You know, I never understood parents who were in competition with their children. Yeah. I, I never understood that. Yeah. You know, I want my children to be better than me. I want them to have more than I do. I want, you know, I have a bachelor's. I want my kids to have a master's and a PhD. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. rented homes. I want my kids to, to own a home. You know, I want them to move the family forward. You know, so I told him that, you know, and he took that to heart and he went in and uh, went to boot camp and did well there. And uh, um, he did six years. Uh, he was on submarines. He was a nuclear tech. You know, mm. and he was E five when he got out, and, and and did great things. You know, had had a really good career, and uh, now uh, he he's working. He's an engineer and stuff, and he, he's he's doing well. But that that that's that that communication, you know, that you asked about. You know, the, the what I had with my parent, and what I was able to have as a parent yeah. uh, with with my son. Well, let me ask you one last thing before we get off. Uh, and um, and there was a four year difference between us, uh, myself, mm-hmm. Adam, and, and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you've always been community minded. You've always been a responsible man, understanding uh, community, mentorship, uh, brotherhood. Uh, what type of responsibility did you feel, if any, being four years older than myself and Adam and meeting us and seeing how green we were behind the ears 
uh, was there a sense of responsibility to kind of help us catch up or to avoid some of the pitfalls uh, that you might have made or did you feel a, a responsibility to kind of sharpen us or mold us? Uh, what were you thinking uh, during that time? Because it was, it was a four-year difference. You would have, you had been out of the country. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I had been out of Texas, but I had never lived anywhere else. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so right. here I am meeting right. this brother that's world travel, is, you know, and, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you met us as young men, uh, 18 and 19, uh, what was that like for you as someone who had been away for four years? It, it was it was a beautiful thing, man. You know, one of the things that was hard for me at Virginia Union was because I was older. You know, I was 25 when I got to, to Union, having, you know, uh, been in the military or whatever. So now I am surrounded by 18, 19-year-olds. Um, Silly. And, and the maturity level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, you know, but the maturity level, um, I, I, I remember I, I, my wife knows the story and uh, of course, you know, my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember being in a classroom, there was a world history class, and I forget it, and uh, freshman year, and, you know, the, the professor, you know, told folks to read some stuff or whatnot, and now he's asking questions about the material and nobody's raising their hand because nobody read, nobody did the reading. Well, I didn't yeah. read it. So I raised my hand and he and I are talking and it got to be almost a dialogue between him and I because nobody else is answering questions, Yeah. right? So after class, this young lady walks up to me. She's like, why are you always raising your hand in class? I'm like, yeah. what? She said, why are you always raising your hand in class? I said, honey, this is college. Yeah. I'm paying for this. Yeah. This is coming out of my pocket. Yeah. Your mommy and daddy are paying your bills, but my these bills are being paid by me. I'm not gonna waste my money. Exactly. You know. But what was so beautiful about you and Adam is that you guys were already you you y'all was silly, but there there was a connection, yeah. a godly connection between the three of us, yeah. you know, that kind of transcended age. And I did take uh a a liking to you all, a big brother mentor kind of thing to you all, you know, um, when uh, you know we're talking, you said, you know, you said, well, nah, Perk, I ain't never do that. You ain't never do that? What? Come yeah. on, man. You know, I ain't yeah. never seen that. Really? Yeah. Well, let me introduce you to this. Let me introduce you to that, whatever. And, um, you know, you being, you know, a, a Christian, a preacher's kid, my walk with God wasn't that strong, but being around you and seeing how you conducted yourself, you know, and um, that, that you know, fed me as well. So, you know, I think we, we fed off of each other. And I'll never forget the uh, road trip that we, we made from Virginia, from Virginia Union to Adams House in New Jersey, you know, and we stayed the weekend up there. And um, I'll never forget when we got out the car, Adam's parents came out and embraced you and I. Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's like we were long lost children of theirs. Yeah. And I'll yeah. never forget. <laughs> they act like they knew us for years. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, and and Adam's mom is like, you boys must be hungry after all that job. And it's like, well, yeah. Like, well, look, I just made a little snack, but then it'll be later on. We walked in and there was a spread on the table. This woman been cooking for hours. You know, I, I still got and, 15 um, of those baked ziti pounds on me. Basically, <laughs> I ain't never lost them. 
<laughs> you know. And um, I'll never forget um, Adam's dad says, I am so glad yeah. that my son found you guys at that school. And I know that he's going to be taken care of. Yeah. That meant so much. And it was on that day that his parents became our parents. Yeah. You know, and I remember meeting your mom and dad you know, for the first time. That's when your parents became my parents. Yeah. And, and my mom became you guys' mom as well. Yeah. And we were able to share that bond. So yeah, um, uh, to this day, I see you as, I always call you baby brother. That's what you are. Yeah. You're my baby brother, yeah. you know? And, and and I did hold a, a feel responsibility and making sure that you guys were safe and, and you guys had some knowledge, whatever, and you guys taught me. And we just had a good time in that. You know, and and I, I am blessed to have you guys in my life for almost thirty years, man. Wow. Well, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna have to do this again. Yes, sir. Uh, because I am telling you, I, there is so much that we we can talk about. <laughs> yes. Because uh, we have a, a wealth of experience together. Even yes, uh, what it was like, not quote unquote to lose a friend, but I remember uh, when you uh, told us that you were gonna transfer, and it was just like, wow, yeah. like. How do yeah. we come back to Virginia Union and not have us? Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, what was funny about you talking about us being together all the time, I, I was thinking, I said, maybe I should call Adam on my phone and mm. chime him into the conversation just to hear you say, and Adam makes three. Yes, it, it always felt like that. Like we were together, yes. Adam was right yes. behind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he would get there, and you would say, "And Adam makes three. Wow, yes, and, sir. And it was yes, like sir. the three of us always together, man. And I, yes, sir. I, I cherish those moments, man. So I, I look yes, forward sir. to a, a future dialogue and pick. Yes. A, I mean, pick a topic, man, because one of the things that uh, when I talked to you about first doing a podcast, I was talking about you doing one of your own because mm. a lot of the when I first met you. I felt like I was a part of a family that was very uh, involved in the community and had a heart for the community. Uh, and when I met you, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. There are some people that are more in touch, more enlightened, more connected, uh, and even more involved uh, than I ever have been. Uh, and so I remember that moment thinking, okay, if, if I do consider myself a black leader, in uh, a future leader of the people, then I'm going to have to work harder at this than I actually think. It's not just something that's a birthright because I have skin and, and a gift, but yes, to be this community leader, you have to put mm -hmm. in some work. work. Yes. And part of how I connected those things together was <laughs> by seeing you. And I was like, man, this man right here uh, is, is going to be a brother for life. Thank you for spending time with us in discussion. We appreciate the tweets to hashtag JDO3 podcast and look forward to having great dialogues with this community. This concludes our series, What's in a Letter with Corey Perkins. Be sure you play a part in this online dialogue. You can find any of our posts by using the hashtag PastorJDO3. Thank you again for joining Pastor JDO3, the podcast. I'm Johnny Ogletree III, and I look forward to future discussions with you.